Welcome to Public Showering, created by me, Sophie Duncan. This is the only podcast designed specifically for pole artists, aerialists, and movers of all kinds who want to learn how to build amazing choreography, tell your stories, and be the best performer you can be. Part of my Sadasi creative coaching system, I'll help you unlock your full fierce and creative selves using professional dance, theater, choreography, and circus tools, plus a hint of real life backstage stories and some simple confidence boosting skills. All right, ladies and gentlemen, friends, boys and girls, cats and dogs, and anybody else that's listening out there, welcome to another absolutely fabulous episode of Public Showering. And this time, I have the gorgeous Jade Benselam with us, which is super fun. Hello, my darling. Hello, you okay? <laughs> you sound so, so just for everyone out there, we're actually recording this at like 10 o'clock in the morning, and Jade <laughs> sounds like you've already been for like a run or something. You sound so... <laughs> Like ready to rock and roll. Am I right, or are you just like an early bird? Uh, no, I'm not an early bird at all. But yeah, if this was on a video, it'd be a different story. So I'm glad you can't see my face. <laughs> yes, publishing stays behind the mic, mostly because I can't be bothered to deal with a face either. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> Oh man, oh that's very exciting, and I know already that like you're going straight into classes d- directly after this, aren't yeah, you? Like, yeah, which is amazing. The the life the life of an every one person. This is yeah. awesome. <laughs> right. Well, as I'm sure everyone knows, it's listening to public showering. A brand new comp has been announced, and Miss Jade is behind that. So just to leave you guys hanging, just because I like it like that, we're going to talk about that in episode two. However, I just want to have like a quick sort of just question on it right now like just tell us like what is it why is it and i from chatting with stacy sneddon a couple of days ago she said that this is basically your brainchild which is very exciting <laughs> well what was quite nice of it is i was just brainstorming this idea and just thought we need like a you know like a, another new big competition in the uk that kind of caters to everyone above amateur basically because we've got loads of competitions for amateurs we've got loads of competition that are specifically for heels um, and all different kinds of genres like theatre and things like that but there's not really another you know like trick specific type of competition almost and that technicality within it Um, and Stacey's great I mean I just went oh what do you think about this and straight away (laughs) she was like yep should we get a date should we use the same venue let's do it and it was and here we are (laughs) didn't really I think that probably took us about two months all in all until everything was up and ready to go so no yeah. way <laughs> yeah oh my wasn't long God. at all <laughs> blimey i can imagine yeah like stacy seems to be just like on it doesn't she like again just chatting yeah. with her the other day because actually the podcast i did with her was the first time i really just sat down for a couple of hours and chatted with her because normally really? she's just the one that's running around like a well and you like <laughs> in comps just running around making stuff happen isn't it like it's, yeah <laughs> she's it doesn't surprise me at all that it was like oh we have an idea oh we've made it now <laughs> yeah yeah done here we go <laughs> Oh my god! Right, we'll talk more about that and Stacey a little bit. Like, but so first of all, because again, this is actually the first time that I'm just sat chatting with you, which is also really nice. This is very entertaining for me. Because yeah. um, I have to say, like, I think one of my like biggest just memories of like with you actually bizarrely is like more recently, like Paul Theatre UK this year, and I think we were sat like there was the table that was like really sort of outside. Um, 
the not outside the venue but outside the main hall in Peterborough in the Cresset and like I think it's kind of one of the first time I'd really met you and I just remember thinking like oh she's like really happy and bubbly and just like super smiley and just like like the the happy phase and I was just thinking yeah. and I was like oh my god like this makes a great team like Stacey is the one that like really gets shit moving yeah and, and she's she's the one I even said this to her on the other podcast I was like I met you and I was like hi you're scary uh, <laughs> But she's she just gets shit done, doesn't she? She, she does. She that. does. <laughs> and you seem to be this like really bubbly. Like, do you get? Are you flappable? Do you get like mad stressed? Because you must do. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely do get stressed. But yeah, I'm still I still giggle about it. Even when there's like a really bad situation, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> so she's just like, will you just take this seriously for God's sake? <laughs> I'm like, I am. Oh my god! You're the one. That I, you know what? I love people like you in stressful situations because sometimes you just like you know when something's going proper sideways, you just like, yeah. well, there's nothing else that I can do here. Yeah. So I'm just gonna giggle about it because I can't. Yeah, and just hope that it passes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse because I think sometimes it annoys Stacey a little bit, but I can also <laughs> get very in my head and I can be a million miles an hour as well. And she's like, "Well, you just chill out." Really? Oh, yeah. she's telling you to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I, yeah, well, I can imagine. Right, well, let's do this then because this, I feel like this is like my first uh, coffee morning with you and I'm like, hello, welcome, welcome. Yeah. Um, like, so yeah, like start me from the beginning. Normally I make everyone do a uh, 90 second tell me about your entire life, which is, you know, entertaining. Gosh. So um, I'm going to do that to you because it wouldn't be fair. The only person that got away with that was uh, Lisa Hammond because I already know far too much and I already yeah. know... <laughs> Like everything. So not that you can see, but on this side of the mic, I'm going to put my timer on and you're going to tell oh me everything about... No, okay. But yeah, see what you can tell me then in 90 seconds that is basically you in a nutshell. Are you ready? Oh, God. At 10 okay. o'clock in the morning. I hope you got a oh coffee. God. Okay. I have, I have. All right. All right, so this. So three, two, one, go. Okay, before Pearl, I was really, really lazy and didn't do anything apart from just drink over the park. Um, and then I started pole, thought, oh, this is quite good, this is fun, and then started to see some muscles and was like, oh, this is really wonderful. Um, <laughs> just got into it, had a couple of injuries, thought sod it, then found an instructor, then found a competition, did my first competition, then a year later, done a couple more competitions, then met Ollie, uh, then kept competing, kept competing, then become an instructor, uh, blah, blah, blah. COVID happened, me and Ollie got married just, just after COVID just after covid uh now i run some competitions uh now i'm on this podcast well that's 36 uh, seconds you've got like a whole oh, minute you've got a whole minute to go you're fine i told you i'm a million miles an hour uh oh gosh where am i i've competed abroad that was also quite fun i like to stress myself out and do too many things at once because why not uh yeah i guess i'm really bubbly i'm a little bit over the top um, sometimes I say things without thinking and it gets taken the wrong way but then I just giggle about it and everyone forgives me um, <laughs> I also get told I get my own way a lot uh, <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. oh, what else, what else, what else you've got uh, 20 seconds to fill, yeah. wow you've had a um, mad life <laughs> uh, what else, I really like a Nando's um, <laughs> uh, I don't drink enough water and I really love an espresso martini <laughs> You know what? Let's end it there. You still had eight seconds left, but all those things. Okay, 
Jade, we need to hang out more. I love being a Nando's and espresso martini. Like, there we go, we're sorted. <laughs> blimey, but that was actually quite an incredible way of like getting your life into thinking. Right, okay, let's start with park life then, because uh, every, every girl loves a park life. Like, oh gosh, I like to imagine like like because well, we're roughly about the same age, I think. And I'm just thinking mm. like probably we were both on parks in our. I was in the north, you're in the south, and we're both <laughs> drinking cider in terrible, terrible yeah. parks, being horrendous. And here we are. Look, look at us with our businesses yeah, yeah. <laughs> haven't we grown so don't worry guys All professional yeah even if even if you start the, literally at the bottom end of the park it's okay you can make it out yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love it ah uh, but that's okay that's super fun then so wait I want to just jump in for a sec then so like he's like I well I got into pole in a very different way like I was already training I was always already performing and stuff like this so like what was that like moment then that you like went anyway why did you start pole? Because this is still one of my favourite questions to ask anyone. Like, what was it that made you go, yeah, go on then, that'll be a laugh? Do you know what? I think a lot of people probably have a similar story. So it was, I got dragged along by someone. Um, and this was just someone I worked with. And they were just like, oh, I really want to try pole. And I was just looking at it and I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, and she was showing me all these pictures of all these people doing this inspre- impressive stuff, obviously upside down. I, I think like, oh, say espresso that's... martinis. Yeah, I nearly did, I think. <laughs> Oh God! Is that a move? Um, Maybe yeah. we should make it, Jade. We should make it a move. Yeah. It could be a doubles move. Yes. <laughs> I can, I can already see it. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> go on. Um, yeah. So, oh gosh, where was I? Blah. Uh, people doing these great moves. Oh yeah, doing all these great moves upside down. I was like, well, it looks good. I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll come along because I think it was like something silly, like three pound or something just to I, try wait, this first what? class I'm i know sorry. i know when did you do this cheap. like 50 years ago uh, this 20, is i want to say 2014 i think it was the start of 2014 oh my god maybe 2013 i can't remember but yeah quite a while ago but it was like in a i think it was in a school in just like a drama room out the back or something and this lady just was running <laughs> classes from there and um, i remember it really well because there was also like tape on the floor and it looked like a, the outline of a dead person because it was a drama <clears throat> room it was so bizarre Oh and that was like in the middle of these four poles but yeah so we went along anyway so I got dragged along and I've I was just like this is great fun it went really quick like the hour um I could didn't have you know I had no coordination whatsoever didn't know what I was doing <laughs> but the next day I was like I cannot move I couldn't even open like the fire doors at work because I was no. in so much pain <gasps> and I was like wow I was like so this is what it feels like to to work some muscles I was like I didn't know I even <laughs> had muscles and then I just kept going from there <laughs> oh <laughs> my much. god that's hilarious so li- yeah. literally so how long were you in this little school then because actually like you said that you had injuries and I'm assuming it's because you probably went too hard too fast I would imagine yeah and I got a pole at home as well so that was also a bit of a oh YouTube let's see what people were doing it was one of those as well oh um, my gosh yeah I wasn't there for too long um, yeah I wasn't there for too long and I had like I dipped in and out it wasn't like I was going religiously every week but I got a pole probably like two months after that and then I did a lot of training at home again through YouTube um, I tried to teach myself an elbow Aisha when I couldn't really invert very well anyway. Um, and I fell onto my collarbone. <gasps> I got taken to A&E. Oh, no. They, even they was on the x-ray and was like, I don't know how you haven't broke this. And then that gave me like six, seven months out. But hey, that's why I'm scared of elbow Aisha's now still. But yeah, that, no was, that was fun. That was great. <laughs> elbow, elbow Aisha yeah. is like, honestly like one of my go-to. Like I really hate doing twisty grip like flags yeah. or anything. Like <laughs> elbows is like my favorite. So what you managed to, what did you like, 
I'm sorry, this in my mind this literally is like a pole lol moment. Like shout out yeah. to pole lols. Like, like so did you just honestly just plummet to the ground and somehow didn't yeah. break your collarbone? Yeah, God knows how I didn't. It was just this big thud and I just heard my dad go, Jade, and I was like, Help <laughs> it's like, and I remember just laying there thinking, Oh shit, am I paralyzed? Like can I move? And I, st- I remember there's there's a film. What is the film? Is it Fifth Element, Wiggle Your Big Toe? There's a film that says something about wiggling your big toe. Oh, and, and just, Yeah the, the crazy lady like Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of different. Is it no not Fifth Element? No. no. I can't remember. Kill Bill. Is it Kill Bill? Yeah, it's Kill Bill. Kill Definitely Bill. not Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah, not Fifth Element. But I just remember in, wiggling my big toe and I was like I'm alright and then my dad come up and was like what's happened I was like I think I need to go to A&E dad <laughs> no way yeah. oh my yeah. lord well I'm glad that you managed to get back on the pole those seven months later so but you must yeah. have been you must have been bricking it like actually gosh yeah even every time I do like an elbow H now I take like just a big like <sighs> really <laughs> yeah yeah oh god I bet there's a lot of people listening out there being like yeah I know exactly your pain yeah. I know exactly it's even when I teach it I'm very like I spot my students almost too heavily because it just freaks me out just because I've fallen out of it so easily but oh. <laughs> it's just one of those things <laughs> no that's yeah that's not it's not what you want is it really but no oh my god okay wow I I'm kind of like amazed at how, how quick <laughs> like everything just happened like that so like so then when you're getting your stuff together then do you actually have like a bit of an injury sort of like prevention or anything like that because this is uh, this is one thing that I actually speak about all the time and I know that I'm the worst person in the world and I never do anything so coming at it as like what an instructor a performer and actually someone that runs comps because I think the last yeah. thing you'd ever want to see in a comp is someone to actually like dangerously do a trick or something gosh I know like do you actually do anything like to sort of like get yourself sort of prepped in a sort of injury like Apart from just having mats or just doing like... Oh, do you mean like in a, in a class format uh, and training, do you mean? Well, anything, even for yourself. Because I guess like I would be terrified. Like I went through a phase where I, um, I was doing quite a lot of like inverts and using my upper arm. And like at the moment with my, my aerial pole, I'm doing like quite a lot of, of flags and trying to work on that. And I had some massive issues with my um, left shoulder. Um, so it made me have to go through like a whole series of physio, like the kind of stuff that you spend like 15, 20 minutes at the beginning of class and you just think um i look like a right donkey like what am i actually doing like do you have anything then based on that or is it is it was that what is one of those one-time things where you're like okay i did a boo-boo and now i'm just gonna move on <laughs> i mean with with regards to the elbow issue i just know what i did wrong I, I wasn't ready for it i didn't know how to engage like my elbow wasn't hooked high enough anyway it was low so obviously i i know how to teach it now of course <laughs> so i obviously just teach it properly to my students um, and well, injury prevention is a funny one because I've also got like a busted shoulder, which likes to come and go and, you know, as it does, just overuse. Um, and again, that's too many twisty grips from when we thought they was just the thing to do years and years ago. Yes. So it was just, oh, yeah, no. week, weakening. And obviously, like, I, <clears throat> I just try to obviously train all my other grips and I do both sides. I do do my physio when I remember, I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> I do <laughs> I do have my exercises I do do. Um, but I just make sure, like, for example, in my warm-ups, I just think about all the areas that I have injured and just make sure they're, like, super, super warm. Especially if I'm feeling niggly, I, I, I focus on especially those shoulders and rotator cuffs and stuff like that. Um, so there's like a lot of prep and a lot of conditioning I do a, a lot of like shoulder conditioning and stuff as we need which I get them to do which you know you again, I, I, I hate saying that. touch wood um, there's been no injuries in class but normally then something happens the week after like I get hit in the head of a hoop or something but you see <laughs> 
I hate that. Yeah, like this is like as soon as you say, "Oh, I've been fine for ages," literally the next yeah. day you'll sneeze and like you'll like your neck will go out or something. Like, yeah. No joke. I literally yawned yesterday and I pulled my neck like in a in a way oh, that like grounded me. Like I don't you know like when a muscle twitches twitches yeah. over and it gives you like a yeah. nervy thing. I'm not. I sat down from now and I was I was performing like yesterday night and I was thinking, wait, can I perform? This is at ten o'clock yesterday morning. I'm supposed to be performing at ten o'clock yesterday night. I'm oh, thinking, gosh. do I have to call in six? I just tweaked my neck because I yawned. Yeah. Like, am I just old? Yes. That's our that's our age. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my lord. Well, okay. So I want to talk to you about in general and just competitivism because I would imagine as someone that has now like started to basically run like their own comp because I guess like I said we'll talk about elite like in the next episode mm-hmm. but like I guess did I get your head around that you must have been very sort of like I want something where I can really like yeah put elites like on a platform and kind of stuff like it seems that you as a person must be a fairly competitive person (laughs) but I feel like that you somehow grew that because the girl at the park probably wasn't planning on running at like potentially one of the biggest comps in the country do you know what I mean so like where's that kind of come from and I'm just gently gonna guide us towards being now married to another pole dancer like he was also very competitive <laughs> i was gonna say like when we we did like a little training session in birmingham didn't we mm. like um and that was like a, a few months ago now and i've i've only ever met ollie backstage for like a hot second and i, I just i just know it was that, that like quite cheery happy my bloke that's just like oh look yeah. yes there's the token boy um <laughs> But I remember like him and also Ellie like just throwing out all these mad tricks oh, gosh, like in yeah. training and I was like, Hi everyone, this is funny. Like so like Here's my step around. <laughs> exactly. I'm doing a solid dip right now. This is living for it. Like I you, you must be a pretty competitive person, like in life, surely. <laughs> Joe, I like to say that I'm not, but I think anyone who competes has got some kind of, you know, competitive side to them. Otherwise, why'd you compete? Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's also like some people are like, oh, I'll do it for the experience of the performing. I'm just like, I'm not going to spend all of that money <laughs> just for a laugh. And, you know, the, the stress you put your body through, it's like, as much as I still enjoy it and mo- most of my routines I'm proud of after, it's like, if you're not going to go in there for, you know, going for gold, what's the point? Exactly. Um, it's just, I obviously have the battle of when you don't you know place of just telling yourself like it's fine it doesn't really change anything so there's that element to it as well it's like of course you train as if you know you're going there to win but at the same time if you don't like it's okay <laughs> like it, it's all right it's fine yeah. you just you know it might not have been your day something might have gone wrong or you know what someone else has just trained that a little bit harder than you which is also fine everyone trains just as bloody hard as each other yes absolutely like this is definitely something that has been like coming on and kind of the reason for the podcast anyway is trying mm-hmm. to let everyone know if you're just about to do a comp that it like it's it's not a big deal if you don't place it sucks though it It does does, suck it does it does (laughs) it really does (laughs) like have you ever done like a a, like a piece and you've been like properly over the moon like this is literally everything i've ever done and sort of at least so like i'm i must be placing and it just you just haven't quite hit is there in any piece you can think of that you're just like oh like like why why me Uh, I think I'd say BPSC champion of champions. 
would be the comp I would say. I, I don't even know where I placed because I only announced first. I can't remember how many people in the category, but in my head, I was just like, actually, I've put a lot in this routine. Like, mm. I remember being knackered. And I, I remember <laughs> saying to Ollie at this point, I was like, looking back, I was like, I think I was in my prime then, and I'm never going to get back to that point. I'm really shit now, I said. Because <laughs> oh, no. I then redid the performance at Miss Pole Dance as a guest performance when I was judging. Yeah. And that was the start. It was literally a month after that lockdown happened. And I was just like, oh, bye, old Jade. <laughs> oh, no. But it's, yeah, that I thought I was really proud of that one because it was, it was really technical. It was, it was a little bit sassy. So I think I started to explore like a different side of me as well at the same time. And I was like, oh, I quite like this, you know. And then, mm. yeah, the big C word hit us. And I was like, oh, fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all, all the little things that happened like in lockdown as well, like all these little bits of training. Like, did you have the same thing? that Because, I mean, you have a studio. You've got somewhere to go, right? But like, yeah. Um, I was actually super, super fit for the first about three months, you yeah. know, because um, I just got off the cruise of Cirque du Soleil. So like wow. I was well in, I was like, I, I, was, I was actually like performing fungies on a nightly basis. Like that was my goal, right? I had yeah. five months of Cirque and I was like, right, this is the only place where I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to learn this trick. And I was like, before I leave, I'm going to do it on stage. And I managed to do, I think four, like back to back, which was wild to me and I was like right this is the fittest I've ever been the world's ended what the (laughs) fuck do I do now and I was obsessed like me and Lisa Hammond because we set up our online thing we just trained and trained and trained and trained and honestly I actually think I managed to maintain it and then I think we just realised that that 12 week lockdown wasn't 12 weeks anymore was it yeah you know what you're exactly right because I felt exactly the same when it happened again I was like training so much and it went from we had to go online and it was like okay I need to keep the momentum up and then it was you have to share loads of content online so people then book your classes so you know you can still earn some money because obviously the studio's shut Um, and I think as you've said that I think it was literally everything started going back to normal but by the time we got locked down again it was like everyone went no sod that I can't be asked again (laughs) I give up Lockdown two was just like, a, wait, what? We're doing this again? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know, thinking about it, do you reckon that um, our industry, because we, we are like, like I said, like talking about competitivism, like we are competitive, but we're, we're like in a way supportively competitive. Is that oh, makes yeah, sense? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so like, I feel like we as an industry really held each other up in yeah. lockdown. Like, and you must, you must know this as a studio owner. Like I'm sure, because... I always say this like on my podcast I still feel like I'm such a baby when it comes to like the industry and like knowing people but like you guys as studio owners and comp runners like what were you thinking and feeling like during this time well I don't have my own studio yet so I just at the time when it first happened we, me and Ollie were still his parents we were still mm. living in Surrey because we moved the middle of not lockdown to the Midlands um, so I was obviously training at a studio there mm. which was like my second home as they are because I was always there anyway yeah. um, and then everything went online because they just couldn't go into the studio but when we moved up here um, there's a really lovely studio which is like 15 minutes down the road from where we live nice. and I remember just looking when we got to the area because I was like I need somewhere to train if I move I was like, I don't know anyone in the area. And I reached out to this studio, Pole Sensations, and this lovely woman called Eve was just like, yeah, you can come and train whenever you want. Like, Aww. just open, opened up this studio to me for whenever I wanted. And now, like, I teach classes there. We train together. And she's honestly one of the loveliest people I've ever met. Um, and she's originally from Australia. Um, yeah, Lovely. Absolutely lovely. <laughs> 
But yeah, so I can't, I can only speak from a side of obviously working for myself and how stressful mm. it was to keep that, like maintain that momentum of keeping students coming in. So what I can't even begin to imagine how stressful it was for people with an actual studio during that time. Yeah. It must have been so, so stressful. And I know like the government wasn't exactly very helpful. They what gave everyone money and then tried to then tax everyone on it and all this oh crap. Oh my God. And, and yeah. it's just so confusing. Like, I don't know about you, Jade, but I can't do my taxes. I'm a nightmare. Oh God, no. <laughs> Self-employment is very me. complex. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> shout out to anyone out there that knows a really good accountant because uh, trying to sort my accounts, which half of it comes from Europe, half of it comes from God knows where, half of it comes from the UK <laughs> and uh, also through PayPal. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, Pain in the bum. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's, just, it's just too much. It's just too much. I can't yeah. even can't. Ah, okay. So I didn't even realise then that you, it, for some reason, it, as soon as someone from the south talk to me I just straight away that you are just part of probably somewhere like in the Hartford <laughs> Hartford team like do you know what I mean like, like, like yeah. <laughs> I had no idea that you were actually based in the West Midlands then now yeah I, I did obviously used to teach at Stacey's studio and I'm very much um, still in the WhatsApp group for the studio because she doesn't uh-huh. want to get rid of me so <laughs> but yeah it's still again Hartfordshire's HDNF is still part of my heart as well and whenever I'm in the area like again she's like you want to teach privates you can teach privates whenever you want and stuff like that so again it's I'm quite lucky actually I've got like a couple of studios around that just welcome me in which is is lovely and I think that just stems from our community being what it is it's just so supportive of everyone and it's it just welcomes everyone in it's just lovely <laughs> yeah you know what though? and I think like I, I think it's just another thing as well I'm, I'm sorry but I just think it is it's like there's so many times I've been to studios, especially more more up north, where it is just like a like I'm obviously ready to like pay my hours and all this kind of yeah, stuff. But of loads of people are happier to like give you more hours and just yeah. let you play. Oh yeah, just chuck somebody in there and just make sure you clean up and whatever. And I just, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, whereas, okay. yeah, but whereas well, I mean I'm London based now, so I just feel like the studios are sort of so big here that like you can't yeah. it's not it's not that it's not friendly, it's just that it's not as easy to find yeah. open yeah. places where you can just about yeah I think they're, they're a lot more expensive to run in London as well yeah. so it's, I think up north they're just a little bit cheaper to run um, of course still a lot of money goes into it but I know London obviously well it's London isn't it it's, and it's the cost expensive. of living Ugh. yeah Ugh. <laughs> so when you get into your studio though are you like me like when you start making your comp routines because like I like my understanding of your style is actually it's quite varied to me but mm-hmm. I feel like you like playing obviously with flow with shapes and a yeah. bit of story like how do you start your routines normally this just depends if I have an idea sometimes I have <laughs> an idea and I'll be like right that's what I'm gonna do or sometimes you get to that part where you've entered a comp and you get through like oh crap I didn't really think about this did I is that what I'm gonna do and then you've got that oh I need a song oh my goodness gracious me and then it's if you haven't got an idea or a song you've got two ways to do it I guess you have to really think of like a good solid idea again looking at the criteria depending what that comp wants you to do mm. so you either think of an idea or sometimes I'll find a song and sometimes a song will dictate to you what type theme you'll do it just depends but yeah, I do find it very hard and I, I try to come up with combos. So I try to like get like a bag of tricks and combos I yeah. like sometimes before I've even thought of an idea. But sometimes it works putting it to a piece of music, but sometimes it just doesn't. So <laughs> it, it's yeah, some, it's, it's really hard. Some stuff like stylizing it sometimes just doesn't quite work depending if you've got something, you know, fast, slow, etc. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do find that really, really hard. So I've got I've actually got a student, um, one of my girls, Kylie, who is amazing with music and she always has all this great stuff stuff saved so now I'm just like Kylie what have you got for me uh, <laughs> and she'll send me loads of ideas movies. yeah 
<laughs> so she helps me out at the minute. But um, yeah, so yeah, it's, it just depends. There's not always like a set process, I guess. <laughs> That's so interesting for me because like I um like I think for me, like I, I usually have to get some kind of really like, I don't know. I, I think I mentioned this on a podcast before. I usually get super emotional towards something and then that tells me that that's the way that I need to go. Like, I am yeah. like, it's, yeah, you're like, oh yeah, you sound oh, yeah. great. <laughs> um, no, you have great ideas all the time. You think out the box. <laughs> no, but I'm just, because it's, it's always interesting to me when I find out like how people like start their process because um, like, it's very rare that I, have a song first like because yeah. I mean because unless the song has something really specific to say to you like mm-hmm. I'm the same person like I will actually like start improvising start making combos start prattling about like I will improv for I'm not kidding three weeks if I've got the time like yeah. and, I, and I can say it now because you announced it <laughs> for Elite um, yeah. <laughs> no but I'm already starting to think like it's what we're like eight months out or something this is the longest yeah. I've ever known about a comp so yeah you know. <laughs> um, and full disclosure disclosure we're, we are hoping that i will definitely still be able to do it in eight months Gosh, time yeah, as well because yeah fingers crossed i know and this is, this is the thing that always gets me like for comps like i desperately want to do that because i have such a good time well i have a terrifying time but i also have such a good time <laughs> getting there and also meeting everyone but like i always feel awful because i'm thinking like oh yeah but if i get stolen away again for something like <laughs> i would be mortified if i couldn't do elite because it's just i honestly like thank you for building the platform because like I think it is one of those things where I just feel like I could be super free in it like I'm so excited to like think this far ahead like I've started to think about music or the concept that I would like to bring up like and it is just so exciting to start thinking eight months away (laughs) yeah yeah it's a long time but it's surprising how quick it goes isn't it it goes so bloody fast well because suddenly I know that I'm not really going to do anything before Christmas and then it'll be January they'll be like oh my god like actually we've only got six months now and then something else (laughs) happened and I'll be like oh god like (laughs) um, yeah yeah. (laughs) when I met you for the first time we were doing that um having a bit of a jam weren't we um and you were training for was it Paul Theatre Italy uh, pole art Italy. Pole art Italy. Yeah. Um, and I remember again, like you've seen all your combos and just thinking, oh my god, like there's so many. I I find for people like you that are really in like the pole world, like you're like you're very intricate in like your combos and especially static and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And like, how did you feel when you were building something for Italy? Did, did you approach it in the same that you would do like pole art the UK? Or did you actually so, think, like, it seems different in Italy? They're doing different Yeah, well, things. I've competed in Italy once before. So I did it ah. in, oh, I want to say 2018. I did it in semi-pro. Mm. Um, and I just did it. I entered thinking nothing of it because I was <laughs> still obviously, well, I was, still, I was still a bit of a baby. I competed loads at this point. But I thought, you know what? Let's try and do a competition abroad and see what it's like. Yeah. And I was honestly like a fish out of water. I swear to God, I got there and I was like, wow, it was a complete, complete different dynamic. It was like, wow, everyone's here. And I feel like I'm like at the Olympics everyone's like <laughs> headphones on no one's talking to you like half the people I couldn't understand because everyone's from all over the world and that's when I realised this competition is a big competition and I was like okay so I went on I barely prepared it was a pile <laughs> of crap I had my feet all over the place oh no I know, now I look back and I'm like okay the dancing was good but the pole what was that Jade um, <laughs> and then it was the next day so the next day was the elites and I remember watching them because Cheryl and Julian were there doing doubles mm-hmm. and you had like 
both the Dimitris there, like everyone just competing. And I was just like watching them. And I remember it was Dimitri Politov and he said, oh, I'm going to, I'm guest performing in a minute. I was like, okay. And I was sitting there thinking, oh my God, Dimitri Politov is talking to me. And (laughs) he was just like, I've got this flip. I haven't tried it yet. So I'm just going to try it on stage. And I was like, what? (laughs) I was just like, and then I'm watching this routine at the side thinking, oh my God, he's going to die. He's going to die. And obviously he didn't. It was amazing. But like, I was just like, how do people have the balls to do that? But it was just a standard. And I was just like, wow, this is where I want to get to in however many years. And then Mm. I obviously entered elite. I entered it another year and got through, but then I just couldn't go because I just didn't have the money to go abroad and stuff, so that wasn't fair enough. And then, obviously, this year, I managed to get over there and Ollie competed, Ainsley competed, and quite a lot of us competed as well. So Yeah, you had a bit of a uh, troop, didn't you? A bit of a troop, yeah, which was nice. So I kind of knew what to expect, but it was a lot less stressful because we had a load of us there, so it wasn't as intimidating almost because we were just a little unit, which was lovely. Oh, that's kind um, of a, like a cool yeah. top tip, actually, because, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I imagine, like, yeah, going, go, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm maybe going to talk a bit of a knobhead now, but, like, I, I obviously, I, I travel a lot, so I'm kind of very used to being, like, the weird English person in the middle of a room <laughs> yeah. with everyone not speaking English, um, yeah. so I can completely understand, but it, it's, I do feel like, especially in Europe, people kind of, I don't know, I feel like people take things a little bit too seriously in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we have a crack in the UK. Like, we're a bit, yeah. like, we're a bit daft backstage, really. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the, the backstage of, like, I think um, Pole 30 UK 2019 was the first one I did. And I remember being backstage. And obviously, there was, like, a load of people. Like, there was, like, Adam Lind, like, from Taiwan was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, like, loads of English people. There was lots of, um, oh, my God, what is his name? Uh, he won... He actually he drew with Adam Lynn. Oh my God, what is his name? He lives in Vegas. Um, he did an amazing routine with Hannah Rose, who was playing. Uh, she he was pretending to be his like girlfriend. Oh my God. I feel like I can picture them, but I can't uh, think of the face. I know his Instagram. Right, okay. Next time you're trying, I'm going to find him because he's doing wedding. Yeah. He lives in Vegas. Anyway. I feel like that was the one year where I, didn't, I wasn't actually there and watched it either, but I just remember the videos. You know like what? You weren't the there. Yeah, you no. weren't there because I don't remember seeing you, by the way. But anyway, my point was being that, like, um, that, like, even all the international artists were just getting into, like, the UK vibe of yeah. all of us just being a bit rowdy backstage. And it was just, I don't know, maybe, like... Actually, maybe you can tell me this because you must be able to feel this when you're like running comps and stuff. Do you feel like the the different rooms feel different? Like the amateur rooms, the semi-pro rooms, the pro rooms. Do you feel like everyone has a different way of coping backstage? Cause, Absolutely. Yeah? I think now you've said it, it really makes sense because now thinking about it, you have obviously the amateurs and the amateurs are a bag of nerves. Like, <laughs> they're all over the place because half of them have never competed before. And of course, it's scary if they've never been on stage. And especially like Polfi, like the Cresset, the, the stage is huge. Mm. Of course, it's really scary. So they're a bag of nerves. Then you get to like instruct a semi-pro and, you know, everyone, you can tell they're a little bit nervous. They're still a little bit chatty. And I think you're right. When it gets to the pros and the elite, everyone's just prattling about. I think it's almost like they're competitive, but they're kind of over it at the same time <laughs> and it's kind of like all the hard work's done there let's just enjoy it and go on stage with like a happy vibe rather than take it too seriously almost backstage and yeah it kind of yeah it looks like it eases off um 
sort of the higher up 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 the ladder you go I guess <laughs> <laughs> oh but actually that's really I, I hadn't really thought about that actually yeah because mm. it is like I, I still get mad nervous when I go backstage I think people think I don't but I really like I'm shitting my pants and if I get really yeah. tired and because yeah when I get nervous I get tired which is yeah. obviously the worst thing to about to go and attack a ball routine for. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't see me backstage, it's because I've probably run away. Because actually the creds because like you said, it's a huge venue, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, it's actually, is it not a leisure centre somewhere as well? Like there's like another area of it or something. Like it's attached yeah, to something. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a bar or something the other side, I want to say. Of course there's like, a bar. I knew where well, that yeah, was. Yeah, like, like a different... <laughs> I was already there. Yeah. I think there's um, or a restaurant. There's something around the other side, but there's I've never something. been that side. Yeah, but, there's something. <laughs> but yeah, there was something. Um, I was. Um I was backstage and um, I was just like, and there were so many people and like, obviously, you know, I know this sounds really like somehow really selfish, but I was like, everyone's just in my way and I really need to do some <laughs> ballet. Um, and, and like, I literally just took myself off to, I think it was like the other open area, which was like more the, the foyer of whatever this next part, part was. And I was yeah. basically doing my pole routine, but just sort of on my own, but essentially in like yeah. a shopping center. Yeah. <laughs> It must have looked absolutely bonkers, but you know, it's what it's like backstage, isn't it? Like you put your yeah. headphones on and it's like, I don't give a shit if everyone thinks I look bonkers. No, I'm going to, no. I'm going to like mark out my routine. Yeah. And everyone, I think gives you that bit of respect as well. And it's like, okay, that person's in the zone, like just leave them to it. Like they're, they're you know, they're doing what they need to do. And I, it can get, I remember at Polar, I, I, you go through phases and I do, and I get really nervous and I either go two ways. I get really nervous and just don't say anything. And I must look like a bitch. Um, <laughs> or I just talk too much. So I either go two ways. I'm either like, blah, blah, blah. but I remember getting a couple, like overwhelmed at a couple of stages and just taking myself off. And I think I took myself to like the sponsor area. Um, and I just sat at a table. I think it was Lauren Red's table because her and Paul were there and I remember just hiding behind them just doing my makeup so no one could see me because I just got a little bit overwhelmed but then after that I was like I'm alright now you know you, I think you just kind of needed that minute to take everything in almost really strange no but I agree like again actually maybe yeah for anyone that is just considering like doing it like just so you know whatever level you are everyone's got a very different oh, process yeah. Yeah. of being backstage like actually okay I'm going to try and call Shade for a hot second obviously don't name any names but have okay. you ever been backstage <laughs> with somebody like I found in the past <laughs> that mm. often the person that is the loudest that is really talking about their routine and their prep and they've really gone into it it's, yeah. it's, it's not that they don't tend to win but it's it's somehow like they've overbigged themselves and I wonder yeah. I always wonder like I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing I'm sure people that like talk about themselves and then go on stage and rock it are still great people <laughs> but like yeah. have you ever been in that situation where you've sort of like I usually take myself out of the room if, if I feel like the room is not my room I'll put my headphones in I usually apologize to everyone and say hey guys I'm really sorry but I'm just going to put my headphones on it's yeah. nothing to do with you but have you ever been in a room with someone that you you just sort of like you really like jarring my vibe I yeah. can't <laughs> yeah uh, yeah absolutely and sometimes again like you say I don't know if people do it intentionally um, or if they're again nervous they're just trying to think of something to talk about yeah. and you're kind of like you're probably talking about the wrong thing and it's but I've had one situation pass again I won't say names or what competition it was a very <laughs> long time ago where it was almost like said person psyched me out so much um, yeah. and I was just like what is going on and I specifically remember 
that routine, I love that routine. Again, I'm not going to say what routine it is because you're not confident. Um, but I messed something up on stage and I was convinced it was because I got psyched out. Oh, no. <laughs> but it might not have been. It might have just been one of those things like, you know, it happens. But yeah, I specifically just remember thinking, this person's psyching me out. Like, I don't know if they mean to do it. And I didn't want to say anything because especially I don't want to say it on comp day and then make the situation worse. But I was like, I don't know yeah. how I feel about this. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think, I guess it's important to mention though, like you've got to look after yourself backstage, haven't you, a little bit? Yeah. Like, if you're the kind of person like, I do go through phases where I can totally just like sit with people even the person that is not my kind of human I can totally yeah. sit with people and just kind of like talk crap a little bit make some jokes like you seem to be a bit like me where you don't mind being the brunt of a joke to yeah, kind of no. make everyone else feel good yeah it's like whatever <laughs> yeah 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 and then you can sort yeah. of go back and like do that how is um uh, yeah, because again, one of the first times I met you and Ollie together was actually Pole Art. How is yeah. it being with Ollie in a comp? Like, you, you, I don't know, when I was there, you seemed to be being very kind of cutesy at you, and you were like, all right, good, good luck, love. <laughs> um, but, but like, through that process, through like, you know, do you train together? Do you like, are you annoying yeah. with each other backstage? You, oh, wait, this, this might be too personal, but do you literally go to yeah. bed being like, oh, well, I'm going to do this better tomorrow. All right, you, you go to bed. Well, I go to bed then. Like, <laughs> are you like a weird no. pole marriage couple? <laughs> no, we're, we've actually competed against each other once. Oh, fun. That we would never do again because that was <laughs> oh, no. very stressful. Um, I still place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a little bit stressful, but I think that was more me as well. And Ollie, bless him, he was very, he is very competitive, but he almost wasn't that competitive with it because I think he could see how much I just really wanted this competition at the oh. time. Um, but we did bicker a little bit. And again, it was probably down to me being really stubborn as I am. But mm. yes, yeah, so we were just like, never again, because they were, it was just too tense. And, you know, we don't want that uh, going into your relationship. It's not worth it. No. But when we compete in same competitions, we train together. Ollie gets very stressed um, when he trains and he's one of these people that like if he gets stressed you know like he'll punch the pole or he'll just stop like shouting or he'll just be like Ugh, and I'm just like now you're killing my vibe like I've got to do my run through now and you're like moaning over here but he doesn't obviously mean to that to me but yeah he just he just takes a lot to heart and I think that comes from just wanting to be the best that he can be absolutely um, yeah. but yeah we don't like once we sort of leave it in the studios we'll come back we'll watch run throughs together and stuff and pick it apart but then it kind of just gets left there until the next day and stuff um, but yeah it's, we, we train together quite well it's just he gets yeah a, lot, a little bit stressed but then so do I as well and if I've had a crap run through I'm very much one that will sulk for a little bit in the evening <laughs> until I snap out of it whereas he's just like la 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 oh really but, so, like, yeah. how, how could you be happy with what we did today yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, my knee had a micro bend. <laughs> and he's like, that was it. And I was like, but it still had a micro bend. <laughs> I would imagine that you probably go through like, okay, so my, my boyfriend, we don't compete together because my boyfriend is a sound technician. So we're in very yeah. different worlds. But like, we often have made things together, like in terms of like, like radio things or like little projects together. And it is just kind of bizarre when you can, if you're working on something together, you can totally take your work home with you, can't you? And I never yeah. really knew about that and actually he really takes my my routines to heart like he's mm. there's there's a routine that i perform at this cabaret in london and i do it like i don't know i've probably done this routine at least 26 times that's literally how often i do this routine and like he's seen it two or three times and he'll be one of the first people to be like you know i've, I've seen you do that a bit better actually yeah. <laughs> 
and I hate him for it. But I'm like, yeah. oh, but I know that you're right. I know that you're right. Like, yeah. you know, like, like, do you, it must be sort of comforting sometimes to be like, you can totally go to Ollie and just be like, this is the thing, this is the thing, and he actually knows exactly what we're talking about. Because I yeah, guess exactly. sometimes talking to non-pole people can be a little bit frustrating. Well, yeah, and he, again, I've had Ollie turn around and just be like, he has said things to me like, you can do that better, or, you know, like in the studio, for example, if I've done something, he'll like, do it again. If it's something I get scared with, he'll be like, look, I'll spot you, let's do it. Or, for example, even just like if we train flips, like and I'm trying, I'm like, oh, I want to put this flip in a routine, but I'm too scared. He's like, just keep doing it. And he's very good with that. He's, he's like everyone's massive, just hype person that you need a training it's scenario, true actually basically. yeah 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 but yeah he's not afraid to just be like yeah like you've done that better or you know try that again like you know like is or or he might even just be like mm, i'm not sure if you know that works for example so he's yeah he, he does and again it's just because he polls he also has that like he looks at it a different way whereas if i show it to my friends like my school friends they're just like oh it's amazing and i could just be doing something awful but they'd be like oh it's amazing yeah right exactly it's yeah like, mm, yeah it is amazing to your eyes <laughs> like, yeah because they're just like oh you're up there you're amazing at everything you do but they just don't obviously know the ins and outs but yeah so it is it is nice in a way <laughs> oh I, lo- I love that well I'm very excited do you know what, I- what what time what what next time next time that he's actually going to be competing because like his is he possibly going to be doing elites do we know uh, he'll be entering. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, he will be entering. I haven't gave him the invite, unfortunately, to the <laughs> That's That's hilarious. Like, uh, yeah, so you've you got to enter it. <laughs> you can't be at this table. Like, <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> ah, but that, oh my God. So that is going to be exciting then. So yeah, like, okay. So I, I already said, we're going to go really into Elise in the next episode, which I'm very excited about. But like, how do you think that's going to be when, like, you know, I'm sure I'm, I've, you, you've already run competitions before. Like, is it going to be super fun for Ollie to be like there is basically he's he's just a normal person. He's just someone that's yeah. <laughs> doing the competitive stuff. Like, How's that going to feel, yeah. do you reckon? Um, it's, it, and again, it's always it's the same as watching my students. It's it's nerve wracking as well on the day. Yeah. And it's obviously I'm going to help him as much as I can. And it's again, I'm not judging. So it doesn't matter. And it's. Mm. When you're running it, it's because he, he did say, oh, you can't invite me even if you wanted to because it just looks really weird. I'm like, well, it doesn't look weird. No. Like, I still run the competition. You still deserve to, you know, enter and be in it. Um, but even, like, for example, if he got through and, say, for example, he placed, sometimes he's like, oh, that could never happen, though, because of you. I was like, I don't judge it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's not down to me. And I was like, you need to look at it that way. It might, like, I might run a competition, but your skill is your skill and there's a criteria for you. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I imagine on the day, again, if he gets through... I I will just be probably a little bit a million million miles an hour even more so just because I'll be trying to look after him at the same time of everyone else and the competition so but no it'll be great and yeah, he'll be great you'll all be great it's gonna be bloody fantastic <laughs> I love that <laughs> no I think that's one thing I'm super excited because what I definitely like about you and Stacey's vibe at least for me and I always want to hope that this is what any comp that anyone enters like I feel like the comp is clean and like Stacey was already telling me about like the judging system like it's even more like tight like like actually yeah. may, maybe let's let's talk about that before we before the next episode because this is yeah. like really interesting information to me which i think should totally just come out into all of the the world so yeah how is it different then because it's intense 
Uh, what's the criteria for elite do you mean as in like the actual judging of the judges like it's going to be more like uh, Stacey was explained to me basically like the what the, the top and the lowest scores get cut out and then uh, like, yes. all this kind of stuff yeah 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 so we're trying to obviously keep it as fair as possible so yeah we'll have all the judges are going to be internationals it's not going to be anyone from the UK um, and of course it's going to be UK based only to give all of our UK superstars the chance no. to get back out there um, but yes yeah, so then it's going to be people can't really worry about that bias. A lot of people worry like, oh, but you know, this person's like best friends with this person on the panel and stuff. It takes that out of it. Mm. Of course, everyone probably crosses paths with people. And I assume, you know, some people may know one or two of the judges, maybe. But we're going to have that again, taking the lowest off, taking the highest off. There's going to be adjudicator there as well that can obviously help with the understanding of the criteria. Because if we've got people internationally, like, you know, the Europeans look at things different as what we do. They're probably a bit more harsh and it's, they will be there to just clarify um, with them. So they are judging correctly and fairly, of course. And again, with the feedback. Um, But we're also going to start having everything online, which we're really excited about. Um, Because we're just really trying to get tight on that judging criteria that goes across all of the competitions that that we're going to do, which will be really nice. So just want it, you know, as fair as possible. And, you know, people need to be having the right feedback um, to them that, you know, helps them. Um, I'm very one of those people, if you're not giving someone a 10 out of 10, um, like, for example, if it's any lower than 10, you need to tell them why. If you can't give them any kind of criticism, then they should be getting, you know, 10s across the board. Um, (laughs) So this just needs to be tightened up a bit more. So that's what we're trying to do. So if a judge basically didn't put any feedback and didn't give a perfect score, the adjudicator will be there to kind of correct that and stuff. Amazing. um, As well. 10s across the board. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Right, okay, let's leave it there then because I want to get really into Lee in our next episode. So yeah. join us next time, everybody out there. And, uh, ooh, I'm just getting all excited already. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> if you're loving what you've been hearing in the Public Showering Podcast, you have to experience Sadasi. www.soduncan.com slash Sadasi. It's the online community that is everything you've been hearing in public showering, plus so much more. It's where you can get one-to-one help bringing all these ideas to your own work. It's where you can learn new creative coaching tools not shared on the podcast that will blow your mind even more. And it's where you can hang out and chat with other Sadasi members just like you and help each other unlock your creative potential. It's fun, it's chill, and I'm there for you when you need that little bit of extra support. So come join us at www.soduncan.com slash Sadasi. It's been a pleasure to have you with me today. I'll see you there. Love you, bye-bye.